the power of hedonistic role-playing games, a group of friends unknowingly awakens a slumbering evil. Bursting forth from its ancient tomb beneath the floorboards arises the Lich. Welcome to Tales from the Lich. Got sitting with me here today, super cop extraordinaire, Sonny Burr. Yeah. How are you today, Sonny? Okay. Yeah? Well, you seem to take the whole cop business very seriously. Why is that? Because it's the right thing to do. Ah, the right thing. We have a moralist amongst us. Well, isn't that adorable? Yeah. Well, um... Looks like, uh, looks like it was another chaotic night in Psycho Squad. Uh, how do you handle the stress? I kill the guys. Yeah, I can tell you, um, like to keep your body's upkeep, uh, sharp. I see you probably do a little, little push-ups every now and then, maybe curl the weights and, and do the dips in the gymnasium, yes? Yeah. Yeah, you look great. You look great. You're really, really fit and tight. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Yeah, uh... Have you ever thought about maybe enhancing your body with dark magic of some kind? Are you asking me if I do drugs? No, no. Uh, if I could break it down. No, no. Well, it's kind of like drugs, but they're not... Are you offering me drugs? It's not illegal. Do I need to arrest you? It's not illegal. Listen, all I want to do is drool on you a little bit and rub it into your Don't chest. Don't drool and, on me. And cant some words. And you'll, you'll love it, I... I won't love it. Can we, can we, can I have a hug? Let's fix this. Let's fix this, Sonny. Yeah, sure. Now what is, what are these, what are these manacles about my wrist? Shut up. Oh, wait. Yes, keep going, Sonny. <laughs> God damn it. Within the bustling neon and steel city, the sun lowers as night takes over. Large sections of Night City remain just as illuminated as daytime, replaced instead by the warm glows of television screens and neon signs. There are some places rife with such dangerous criminal activity that even light fears to go. The alley where NCPD's Psycho Squad is, is in fact one of those exact spots Psycho Squad had just pacified Edge outside his own nightclub through the use of depleted uranium rounds. At that moment, Officer Sonny Burr had tackled Officer Cox to the ground, placing him in ion handcuffs. The latches auto-screwed tight, their purpose to disable any augmented limbs they find themselves wrapped around. Get off. As a witnessed murderer, you have no rights. As a traitor to the state, you have no rights. Come with me. Uh, I kind of saunter up drunkenly behind them. Uh, Bear, what the fuck are you doing? Radio. Phone it in to HQ. Let them know this guy's been murdering innocents and he's lost his gun. 
witnessed, recorded. Yeah, listen, the evac's on its way already. I already called it in. We'll take care of it. But uh, you don't have to dig your knee into the guy's spine. He's cut. Yeah, man. I'm in it. Don't let the big guy inside. He's dead. You can't. He's gone forever. Do we even confirm he's dead? He's dead. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, you really fucked up again, didn't you, Cox? The perp was running. Had to take a shot. I don't think that's yeah, radio over, over here took a shot, and he made his shot. That's what you do as a cop. Yeah, with a fucking tank rifle, too. That was pretty good back there. Did you see that shit? Yeah, I love that. That was good. They're gonna follow hit any farm. Oh, oh my god. It went right between this guy's legs. Are you kidding me? It was like, it was perfect. It was beautiful. That's some amazing shooting there, cowboy. I want to party with you. That's right. Thank you. All right, all right. Can we can we uncuff me now? Listen. I'm gonna smack him on the back of the head. Oh. Hey, hey, Bert, get the fuck off him, or do you want to be sitting next to him in the cell for insubordination? It's an order. I'll stand up. All right. So what's going on over here with the park? Why aren't we paying attention to this guy? That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So what have you found out already? I'm watching you guys. Why are you watching us? That's not your job. What's he? What's he got to say? This guy's one fry short of a half meal. I had to be ready to fuse a situation that you were dramatically fucking up. Did you hear that, boy? She called you a drama queen. So what have you found out? Have you been doing your job? He's slippery. An NCPD dispatch helicopter appears over the alley. Rappel ropes are lowered, and Psycho Squad ascends with Edge and Officer Cox. The squad stares off into Night City. The sounds of the street below slowly fade from earshot. Now we got a minute, Mr. Lane. We gotta go talk to Romero, find some uh, unmodified ladies of the night. Ladies of the night? What's that got to do with this? Unmodified. They was hanging out with Miss Bancroft. Oh, yeah? Yeah. She, needed, she said she needed someone who could still feed. So wait, wait. Roll it back a second. Um, Camilla Bancroft was looking for unmodified women that could feel. Do you know for what? Uh, you know, just she wanted a little uh, extra emotion in it, you know. Oh, you're saying she was a customer? Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. I thought she was recruiting them. No. For research. That lady had a little bit of dominatrix in her. Ah. She needed to express herself extra hard that night. Patience loads the uh, video clip of a... Looks like in-home security feed from Camilla Bancroft's office. Syndicate, do you really think I care about what those dried-up Yakuza do? They're years behind the tech curve. What was the last thing they pushed? The vibra hair for little girls? Bunch of old pervs clinging on to old ways? No, they don't even have anybody smart enough on their payroll to hack our servers. Probably couldn't even hack the Russians at this point. And they just spread their servers' goddamn legs for anybody. Well, then who the fuck do you think is behind it? Aries Tech? Jesus, for once, you're probably right. Well, fine. Go set out a static order. Any Aries we see, take them out. Oh, and bring me back one with a brain intact. I want it hacked, and I want to know what they're up to. No, I want you to oversee this personally. Ugh, this fucking bill. Don't they get how much this could help? God, I need a drink. Romero, it's me. I need a party. Tonight. Two girls. What? What do you mean they won't for me? Fuck it. Get some streetwalkers. 
No, not Og, you lepton. They need to be able to fill. I don't fucking care about the hair color. Just get them here. Well, I'll tell you something, Patience. It doesn't sound like, uh, doesn't sound like uh, the horny Miss Bancroft really is leading us anywhere but this Aries thing. That I could look into. Aries sounds like a big ticket. Big ticket, buddy. But, say she did get hooked up with those ladies. Maybe send one guy out looking for unmodified streetwalkers. Yeah, I mean, it never hurts to find out what they know. Sounds like a job for someone who, uh, someone diligent. Someone who really likes his job. Someone who, uh, can uh, ask the right questions. You know, you can teach a man to fish. But I think that we can find the fisherman by sending out a fish. Send the lady, the pimp that sends out these women folk. Pick her up. Yeah. A little bait on the lure, huh? Yeah. Yeah. There's one thing I've learned about pimps in this city. It's the one thing that they respect is a John. And you, with your little buzz cut, your little cute cheeks. No, you look like someone who'd want a dominatrix. You know who someone... You know a guy that looks like he needs someone? This guy right over here. Which, which guy? Who are you talking about? I'm pointing at my little bit screen. Oh, buddy, I'm all the way in Antarctica. You can't get me up there. I'm on vacation. He's not in Antarctica. Listen, you're on the case. You're going to find out any information you can from unawed prostitutes. You know what? I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm going to take your inefficient route because I'm a team player. You're goddamn right. The squad arrives at Precinct 13's helipad. As the helicopter lands, they see the chief standing there, waiting for them with a large scowl on his face. Over the whir of the helicopter's blades, he begins yelling, What the hell are you guys doing? Arresting villains, chief. What Not the fuck is Cox doing right on here? here? Goddamn, Bert, you let me finish talking, or you're going to get a reprimand, goddammit. All right, all right, all right, hey, chief, hey. Listen, uh, the perp took off on some odd legs, Cox shot into the crowd, took out a civvy. And? And we caught the perp. Thanks to some sharp Cox shooting. has also been shooting at our members. On purpose? Obviously. I don't know about any of this, Chief. Listen. listen. Hey, hey, hey. You're the captain, right? Uh, what's your name? Uh, Lang? Lang. Right. So, uh, on purpose or what? What's the deal? I don't this think is your so, crew. Sir. No? I don't think so, sir. You know, if it is on purpose, it's your ass and his. I'm well aware of that, sir. Well? Lang, protect your ass. Get this fuck off the streets. Did I ask you to talk, Burr? God damn it, I'm having a conversation with the captain. Why don't you go cool off, buddy? So what What? What kind of charges is this guy looking at? At, at who? It's Cox. Nothing right now. That's what I thought. Good. I need him on the case. All right, well, I can get him up, get some goddamn clothes on him. I can... Where's this goddamn weapon? Uh, I think he lost his weapon in the field, sir. He what? I think he. I think. Uh, I think another civvy stripped him of his gun. Well, you better goddamn find that goddamn weapon. That's NCPD property. It's our asses. If somebody else gets killed with it, you understand me? This is what I'm working with. <laughs> God damn it, Burr! Listen, Chief. I'll put. I'll put a man on it. Yeah, you do that, Lang. I'm gonna see you next week on Psycho Squad. Yes, sir. Dismissed. Hey, Lang. What can I do for you? I know neither of us is in a position we want to be in. That's right. It's 
get this guy off the street. I'll go find his gun. Don't put me on prosy duty. Listen to me. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. Nobody wants to see Cox Fry more than I do. But if you go this way, he's gonna get a month, maybe some paid leave. Let me take care of it. Don't put me on prosy duty. Psycho Squad's shift for the day has finally come to an end. As the crew begins their way to the locker room, Kickdrum gets a notification on his deck. Camilla Bancroft's body has arrived at NCPD morgue. Kickdrum's presence is requested. Hmm, that's weird. Come on, yeah. Kickdrum, let's go uh, check it out. Yeah. All right, man. Sonny Burr leaves the station with a single-minded purpose. He heads back to the nightclub they had just left. After the previous commotion, the club has been cleared out. I want to do some investigating, find out what I can about where the gun might have gone. Looking through videos and all that, see if I can find out who took it. And I want to be investigating in, in my other time. You're able to um, look at the footage, rewind it a bit, and see where it landed. It got kicked and scuffled around a bit. It looks like it might have gotten kicked under the stage during the chaos. Okay. But after after you see it get kicked and moved towards the stage, you haven't seen anything. Okay. Then I'm going to go down there and check myself. You go down there and you do, in fact, see uh, his pistol there. Okay, I'm going to be stage. like taking photos of this like with my cyber eye and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to, uh, and also photos of the recording so they know that I'm not planting it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take it and uh, I'm going to, I guess I'll take it home with me and I'll be taking it back to the HQ in the morning. Meanwhile, back at NCPD Precinct 13. All right, y'all, I guess I got that... Uh... They got the uh, they got the autopsy already for uh, Camilla downstairs, so me and Patience are gonna go check that out and and see what's up. All right, have fun down there. Yeah. Oh, oh, I will. Great. As I walk away from everybody, they hear me. You, you can kind of hear me singing pieces and parts made up of pieces and parts. Captain, I'm gonna I'm gonna go take the night off. Yeah. Yeah. I had a rough day, huh? Yeah, I guess so. I bet you did. Take off. Officer Cox returns to his home to lick his wounds. Detective Lang heads back to his office and begins drinking from his wild turkey. Kick drum and selfie, with patience tagging along, head down to the morgue. From the corner of the sterile chrome and silver room, a white plastic cube begins to unfold itself. It hovers in its spot and then moves toward the autopsy table. The automated medical examiner floats right above Camilla Bancroft's body. Autopsy program commencing. Beginning initial scans. Major lacerations present in upper torso. Beginning vivisection. Activating dermal laser. Note, patient's anterior ribcage has been broken. <laughs> that ain't supposed to be like that. <laughs> no, not where I'm from. So <laughs> kick truck. Probable cause of death appears to be puncture of left ventricle. Depth of cuts suggest the use of a large bladed object. Calculating. Statistically, these wounds match that of a machete. A more thorough scan is recommended. What you gotta say about this, Selfie? You've seen this before? 
Selfie stares deep into the crimson wounds inflicted on Camilla. Unresponsive to the world around her, she remembers her life before Psycho Squad. Home was Tanzania. Home has little happiness, but it is like an old teacher who I am very fond. When I was 15 years old, I met Kuman. Once a member of our community, but now a wanderer, unlike any man I've ever seen. His legs made of metal, which made him not only fast and strong, but an outcast. I had always felt I had never belonged until I had met Kuman. Then I knew I didn't belong, but rather he belonged to me. We had two children during his travels. I stayed behind with the twin girls, Lamaya and Namiya. I didn't mind staying behind, I loved them, my children, even though I wasn't more than a child myself. I had problems, Amiya was albino, and the reactions from the community was not of shun, but wasn't of invitation either. In March 2015, Tanzania had banned witch doctors due to the mutilations and selling of body parts from albino locals. The limbs from albinos were supposed to bring great luck. I was oblivious to the hate crimes and to the justice that came to the butchers. One night they came for Amiya. I held on to my girls. I didn't know what they wanted. They hacked off my arms and at my leg. Amaya was taken. Amiya was taken the opposite way. I crawled and screamed to anyone to hear. I hear a machete into the woods. I crawled out the door to see where they had taken my girls. I hear the machete on the wood again. I finally hear the screams of Amaya stop with the blade cut through her torso. No sound from her. The ringing only stopped when I heard shooting of the voice of Kuman yelling. He ran to me, lifted me, and I had never traveled so fast. I woke up in a building with pain in my arm and my right leg. They had been replaced. I was like Kuman. Kuman spoke. I know the pain is great, but Lamaya is still out there. I knew why we had to save her. He loved me, and I knew why he made me like him, for revenge. We found Lamaya in ways no parent should. We had our revenge, night after night. I had a sense of self-worth that was no more satisfying than a child's smile. I had power for the first time in my life, and a group in which I felt I belonged. We eventually traveled to the United States, a glory I was told I had missed. It felt more like home than Tanzania ever could again. Kuman and I sought further enhancement. I had sacrificed my remaining human leg to keep up with Kuman back in London, where we spent several years. Chips were implanted into our brains to help store great amounts of information upon arrival to the city. We knew who we were and what we wanted to do, but Kuman wasn't the same after the operation. We both joined NCPD, but Kuman worsened. Maybe it was CP, maybe it was everything. I had started losing touch of more human emotions, especially with Kuman. I favored the company of Janet, and more she favored me. Janet and I broke it off with our partners, but the consequences were far more severe than we expected. Kuman confronted us. Chief Cal intervened to save his beloved Janet, but the winner was no one. After their deaths, I was sentenced to the Psycho Squad, seeing how I was the one who pulled the trigger. I pleaded CP, but I think I was just bored. Can we do it? Can we perform an X-ray? See if there's any reflected materials. 
Activating X-ray. Please stand back. Any non-protected flesh may be damaged. Curious. Initial X-ray reveals a small section of upper left thigh to be shielded. Possible implant detected. So she ain't got no bone in that leg? Mm, let her check it out. Alright. Hey, uh, robot guy. Get at that leg right there. Affirmative. Activating dermal lasers. The laser cuts two inches up her thigh, at which point the flesh seems to become impervious to the medical bot's will. Hey, so, alright. That's, uh, that's pretty neat. Is this some kind of skin armor? Kickdrum begins examining the uncut area with his hands. Feeling around, he's able to identify what appears to be a biometric scanner. Seeing this, Kickdrum recalls the latest commercial from Dinalar. Hey, it's one of those new, like, in-limb in purse things. Just like she was talking about. Mm. That's kind of cool. I see this little button here. Let's get her finger. So I just pick up her hand and put her own thumb on it. Okay. Of the right hand. Pick up the right hand. Okay, so you pick up the right hand, put a thumb on it, and it makes a beeping noise. Like, it's missing some some part of the key still. Hey, uh, Patience, can you... Can we hook you up to her body? You got it, Bubba. Figure out some way to kind of get her going for a little bit there? Let's do it. Sophie, what do you think? Do we have any kind of electronics that could hook her up? There's, there's wires all over the place. Okay. In this, oh, Let's plug her in. Can we, like, I wonder what kind of life signs. Does it need a brain signal? Does it need a heart signal? All right, well, let's get this shit all hooked up. And I'm start plugging in, you know, and uh, because I'm so used to working on humans and modifying them, I have a pretty decent idea of how organs should work and how to sustain them while working on other pieces and parts. Um, so I begin attaching electrodes to the heart itself. Um, hey, Selby, can you help me get in that brain over there? Yes. So, and then we'll uh, hook that up as well. Um, I'll even, I'm going to apply some to the intestine area as well, because those are generally functioning kind of all the time. And um, the, uh, let's see here, I'll attach a pump to the lungs. I'm sorry, what are you doing to this body? This is highly unorthodox. I will need to make a report. You shut your mouth. I'm going to take out Cheryl from my leg and shoot this fucking robot. Alright, the entire thing just explodes into a giant fireball. Woo! Look at that ball go! I know what I'm doing. You don't tell me what to do, son. Fucking robots. The debris falls to the ground as the gunshot echoes, and you're left to your own devices. Kick drum. Are we going to inadvertently bring this human back to life? Oh, I don't know, but that'd be a fucking trip, right? Yeah, if we did, man, she could ask a whole lot of questions. Answer a whole lot of questions. Hey, all right. She'd be asking them too, though, because she's on a table, stainless steel, baby, in the middle of a dark place. I've got the brain hooked up at approximately how many watts? Well, we should just start pretty slowly and kind of work our way up and see if we can get the heart moving a little bit. Um, I'll work the pump on the lungs, and if you want to get, like, some heat 
some body heat going specifically around that leg. Yeah, Wildcat, maybe you should uh, strip down and lay on top of her, warm up that flesh, you know what I'm saying? I walk over to the first aid kit and get out the thermal blanket. That's not going to work. She's dead. <laughs> That's not how blankets work. <laughs> I start breaking something in the blanket and it activates the heating mechanism. And I'll start turning up the, the dial to see whether in kind of uh, periodically, uh, you periodically sending a jolt of electricity as it sort of gets high at work right. and try to get it up. Now. So as, it, as the electricity starts increasing in, in both voltage and wattage, the heart, although leaking because it's punctured, starts pulsating and shooting out small spurts of blood. I blink as some of it gets on my face. Ah. The rest of the body starts slowly kind of pulsating back and forth in motion, and then you hit 40 watts. The body starts convulsing just on the table, just shaking. Rattling. All right, now take that thumb and put it right on. All right, you push the thumb on her thigh, and the skin opens up like a flap, and then goes back inside, leaving this small pocket. And inside you see a thumb drive and a microchip. All right, I'm going, first off, I'm going to put a metal implement in the opening to try to keep it open. All right, y'all, I think we can, like, we're, we're good, we're in. And uh, reach in and grab out the thumb drive, the thumb drive and the microchip. Hey, look what we got here. That's kind of cool. There we go. I can power an RC car with this guy. Plug it on in, let me take a look at what it is. All right, so I plug in the uh, thumb drive into the deck. All right, Patience, what do we got? Patience tries to hack his way into the newly discovered tech. As soon as he tries, he finds himself up against the strongest security he has ever seen. Stronger than the Morley tech during the tobacco field wars. Patience understands that without some serious horsepower, it would take years to crack this encryption. It's really zapping my brain here. Uh, we need some uh, heavy hardware to get through this uh, encryption here we got here. Oh, it's some uh, serious selfie, serious man. voodoo we got going here. Whoa, selfie! What? Uh, what's in your head? Maybe he's having a hard time unencrypting it. We gotta go to the uh, Suli Pagoda at least here, unless you got some legitimate place to go. Which all right, all right. Well, I mean, hey, then you know, let's. Uh... You win tonight. We can go without those other fellas, or we can wait. But you know what? One thing I think's good is showing up tomorrow with some muffins. Well, you know, I do like me some muffins. All right, well, hey, let's get everybody and uh, see what we can see. The night ends and the officers return to their homes. Morning comes sooner than any would have hoped. The physical and mental strain appears to have begun to take its toll on the officers. Sonny Burr, Kick Drum, Selfie, and Officer Cox stagger into the precinct the next morning. So as you walk in the room, um, I'm like laid out on the, on the uh, on the one of the desks, and uh, there's this hollow projection. Uh, it's just a black and white like 3D landscape of old like black. It's uh, like not. It's a Wonderful Life, but maybe The Misfits, some really old movie, just projecting and blaring sound all over the room. And I've got like my five o'clock shadow. And the bottle bottles are next to the couch, and my coat's all wrinkled. Like, I'm gonna oh. kick the goddamn desk away. Hey, <laughs> Lang, we need to speak privately. Get yourself together, man. Hey, let me tell you something. Have you ever, you know what the Hey, worst? what the fuck? I got something to tell you. Let's speak slap privately. Him the face. 
Hey, what the fuck, motherfucker? I had something for you, and you're gonna hit me? Alright, you're out. You're that out, Captain. You're fucking out. I'm gonna storm out. Adios. Yeah, so, another day, another dollar, eh, gentlemen? I Lady. wanna speak to the chief. He walked to the chief's office, and he's kinda got his, he's got his hand in his head, and he's just sipping on coffee. Obviously. Hey, chief. Burr. I know this isn't how you want to start your day, but your captain's an idiot. Captain is an idiot, and so is everybody under him, apparently. What I the fuck do you want? I'm going to slam down Cox's gun on his desk. What, are you quitting? No, this is fucking Cox's gun. I'm a goddamn detective. I get things done. These fuckers are milling about, trying to get me to sleep with some woman. I got... Fucking video of this piece of shit sleeping on the job and hitting a subordinate. So guess what? If this motherfucker's not out, you're going to get the one good cop. He's walking. Look. Hey, good job getting the gun. I'm a goddamn detective, Chief. Hey, hey, Burr, what day is it? It's fucking Friday. Oh, cool. You still got, what, four days left? Get back to fucking work! Let me fucking work. These pieces of shit are keeping me from working. It's like... Outside the chief's office, the rest of Psycho Squad can hear the muffled yelling between Sonny Burr and the chief. Burr, what the fuck are you even saying? Man, somebody's butt gets real hurt in the morning, huh? Machines with two hands? What? Chief! This motherfucker is keeping me from solving your goddamn cases. Really? Did you just do a job that I asked you to do? Yes. And this fucker can't. I can do the things you need. He's your captain. Fucking I don't care. Get to work. And get out of my goddamn right. office. I'm going to do the work you seem to expect. And storm and he out. slams the door behind you. Hey, Captain. Yeah? I can't find my gun. I know you can't find your gun, Cox. That's because you lost it in the field. You fucking well, idiot. Can I go get a new one? No, that's not how it works. I, I think it is. No, that's not how it works. Should I go see them down there at the armory? Yeah, you need to go see the major. He can get you a new requisition. And uh, probably a demerit. But we'll see. Alright. Officer Cox heads downstairs to the Master at Arms. Yeah. Uh, what? Captain Officer. Was, Captain Lang sent me down here to get a gun. All right. What's wrong with your old gun? Uh, it's missing. It's missing. Yeah. Um. So, you gonna find it or what? Uh, I think they're on the case. Well, I'm gonna need you to sign this um, and acknowledge that if they do not find your weapon and it is used to harm or kill a civilian. You will be discharged from services. Yay, I signed it all. Alright, go ahead and go down. Requisition office, get yourself a new gun. Alright, I'm going to the requisition office, I guess. Another two floors down, Officer Cox finds himself at the requisition office. Behind the desk is a balding, overweight man in his 50s. The man is sipping on his morning coffee and appears to be trying to do a crossword. Behind him is NCPD's firing range. Gunshots echo as officers test out new ammunition and weapons. Uh, yeah, how can I help you out today? Um, 
You got any Nova Arms Arnos? No, I got some Nova Arms Eastwoods. Okay. Okay, what? I need one. All right. Here's a form. All right. Give me a second. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right, it looks like you've uh, got everything in order. Uh, please sign here, notifying that if you do lose this weapon. Yeah, 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 that's fine, yeah. All right. And uh, one box of ammo, I assume. I'm probably going to need two. Two, huh? What, are you on Psycho Squad or something? Yeah. Doesn't it say it on the form? Oh, here. I didn't read I it. I gave you a three. With his new weapon, Officer Cox heads back upstairs and finds himself arriving just as Kick Drum begins debriefing the rest of Psycho Squad. Alright, y'all, we found some pretty weird stuff with uh, Bancroft downstairs last night. Now, uh, what do you got, Kick Drum? Well, instead of a normal sort of upper part of her leg, she actually had one of those brand new, you know, like fancy hidden compartments. Mm. And so. Uh, we op- we were able to open it up, and we inside there there was a USB drive and a cool microchip that I wanted to turn into a cool little RC car, but no one would let me. Yeah. Well, what's on the uh, what's on the, the drive? That- oh, ain't gonna happen. No way. We got to uh, hack this shit big time. We need some serious hardware here. We gotta go to uh, Sudi Pagoda the way I see it. Hacker's heaven, that's what they call it. We can go there, plug into the system, then we got the megabytes to crunch the numbers. Oh yeah, another party, huh? It's it's 8 a.m. Oh, no, they're open. Yeah, I suppose they are. Yeah, I know some people there from my uh, previous days. That place is always running. Hey, what about that uh, microchip? Did you check that out? Same deal. No way I'm getting there by myself. Okay. You know, it's like uh, trying to break down the walls all by yourself. You and a shovel. Yeah. I need a gun that shoots shovels. Yeah, okay. Well, it's a tough wall. Got it. Thanks, patience. Uh, I... Psycho squad. Head to the garage. We're rolling out. We're We're not taking the chopper? Nope. Psycho Squad heads down to the motor pool. Detective Lang holds back for a moment and makes a private phone call. He looks through his deck and finds the number for a disposable burner for a CI named Scorch. <laughs> What's up, man? Scorch. Hey, howdy, Scorch. It's Lang. <laughs> Lang, what's up, man? Listen, I, uh, I got a little uh, offer for you. Yeah, yeah, you wanna, you finally going into dealing? <laughs> well, you know how this whole CI thing works. Scorch. Scorch. <laughs> yeah. What's up, man? Listen. Who's this? Still hang- it's, it's Lang, Detective oh, Lang. Oh, Lang, all right. What's up, man? Hey, you still hang out at the Suli Pagoda? Ah, uh, yeah, every now and again, man, yeah. Well, I need you to head down there in about half an hour. Ah, uh, man, but I just got that eye. Yeah? Uh, I don't think, uh... You might be remembering it very well right now, Scorch, but uh, you're uh, looking at five to nine in the penitentiary for what you, uh, what we pulled you in for last time down on Baker. What, man? I didn't do anything. Of course you didn't, but you know you did. Wow. So you do this little favor for me, uh, and then nobody finds out about Baker. Oh, uh, 
Finishing his conversation, Detective Lang stumbles down to the motor pool. Psycho Squad loads up into the APC and heads out. Early still in the morning, traffic in Night City is light. As the APC pulls up, thick billows of steam from the sewers waft around the feet of the officers. In front of them stands the Sule Pagoda, a hacker's paradise. The Sule Pagoda stands out between the rest of the buildings around it, donning the guise of a Tibetan monk's holy temple. Blue and pink neon lights wrap around the pillars forming words in Sanskrit. The lights continue snaking down the pillars, seamlessly merging into the floor, rising back up and going through the pagoda's doors. Ooh, this place sends tingles right up my spine! Yeah, it's got a birdie, huh? Man, I, don't, I hope I don't run into Bill. I still owe him a couple creds. Alright, you're all right outside of the pagoda, and, you know, a bunch of civilians are walking back and forth. And you notice this guy, he's kind of shaking a little bit. He's wearing a long, green, like, army fatigue jacket. He's got dreads in his hair. He's probably in his mid-twenties, white guy, definitely a burnout. He's just shuffling up to all of you. He goes, hey, <laughs> um, which one of you likes cocks? Uh, excuse me? Hey, radio, I think he's talking to you. That's hilarious. <laughs> hey. Uh, what, what's that? Uh, which one of you dudes likes cocks, man? <laughs> you, look, you mean you're looking, you're looking for He's office? one of your squad mates. You like him, don't you? You're looking for Officer Cox? Yeah! Oh, he's right over there. Oh, hey, you're Officer Cox? Yeah, man. You like dicks, cheese? <laughs> I guess it's all right. Oh, boy, this is funny. <laughs> the burnout shifts his body so that he is facing Officer Cox and no one else is able to see the front of him. He opens up his trench coat and pulls out a sawed-off shotgun, pointing it at Officer Cox. Uh, I guess I'm gonna pull out my gun. I'm gonna shoot him. Officer Cox is able to test out his new pistol, firing it directly into Scorch's leg. The bullet impacts the burnout's left knee, separating it from its owner. As Scorch falls to the ground, 
the hair trigger on his sawed-off shotgun is pulled. A swarm of pellets fly into Officer Cox's leg, digging deep into the muscle, causing Officer Cox to also fall to the ground. Uh, so I, I'm assuming the other officers on the scene are going to draw their weapons. Uh, I, no, actually, I'm going to charge after Cox. I'm like, Cox, are you okay? Uh, I'm pulling out Cheryl. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pull out my, my, my side up and aim it down at the guy. And, you know, I'm not going to shoot, but I'm going to see what they do. I'm going to shoot. Kick Drum takes Cheryl in his hand and tries to fire into the perpetrator. Something goes wrong with the weaponry and nothing happens. Sylphie begins walking towards the perpetrator as Detective Lang pulls out his Streetmaster auto pistol. He opens fire but misses his mark. The bullet ricochets off the ground. Oh! Come on, what the fuck, man? You told me to be here, bro! I'm gonna fire again. Detective Lang squeezes the trigger yet again. This time, the bullets find their mark. The bullets nestle themselves in his heart. Scorch's body falls limp. Whew. Holy shit! I'm gonna be taking care of Cox right now. Ow! Here, let me let me get let me dig those bullets out for you, buddy. Let me just get those out. I'm just gonna very rudimentarily just try to pull those bullets out of his leg. I'm slapping his head with a shot. <laughs> oh, maybe kick drum. You better give him an anesthetic there. Maybe one in his brain. Hey, uh, hey, hey, yeah, kick drum. Right. Come here. Hold him down. He doesn't need it. No, don't don't give him anesthesia because you know we need to be aware of if we've gotten all the bullets out of him. Berg, get the hell away from him. This is my area. I've seen what you do to people when I try to resuscitate them. Yeah, but that was a fucking filthy hog. <laughs> filthy hogs don't count. Fuck them. Lang, get over here. Help me. And I'm going to administer. I'm trying to save talks. one of your goddamn squad mates. Selfie, call in the call in the uh, meat wagon. Get a, get this guy some help. Get I'm going to be digging in deeper with my fingers. Burr, get the God fuck away from him. him. I'm saving him. Ah! I'm going to aim my gun at him. <laughs> get away! I get my radio. We need an ambulance to the Suli Pagoda ASAP. Officer down. Back away, man! So I'm kneeling on him with my, like, my knee pressed on his stomach while I'm, like, trying to help out his leg here. But then I'm just going to slide down and kind of smash his balls as I get up. <laughs> Raise my hands. Step away. If he bleeds out, it's on you. He's not gonna bleed Do out. you know all the fucking arteries that are right there? It's like seven of them. I don't think that's correct. <laughs> Burr, you are a fucking dumbass. I'm going to begin extracting the various shot and uh, sort of patching them up. Kick drum starts digging into your leg, trying to like get all these pellets out using his knowledge, but as he's going in, he kind of nicks something inside your leg, and the what? bleeding starts to increase, and there's like... Come on! No! Ah! Get away! Oh, fuck, man. I'm sorry. I guess I should stick to the ogs, huh? Where's the medic? It's on its it's way, on. Cox. A real medic! Yeah, it, we called it... Selfie called in the, the ambulance. It's coming. Anybody want to uh, investigate this fella? Yeah, I think I've seen him before. Around the hallways of the office. This junkie? Yeah. Well, where'd you see him? I don't know, just in the precinct a little bit. I forget where. Well, it just rang a bell. I don't know who he is. Getting booked? Oh, I don't know. Could been. But he was saying to the captain that you that you wanted this. 
I've never seen this man before in my life. What, I'm supposed to know every fucking junkie that comes up in the street in Night City? Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not a fucking og, I don't know. I'm not a computer like you. Shit. And I take a big snip of my wild turkey and I say, fucking junkies. Can't count on them for shit. Cox, how you doing, man? Ah! Fair enough. Anyways, uh... You can count on them to get high and fuck things up. Right? Yeah. Well, at least he didn't finish the job, eh, Cox? Ah! <laughs> you want to go in and, you know, he'll be fine and fuck him and uh, we'll do the mission. So, What's the mission, Chief? Uh, basically, we're here to provide cover and protection for these two while they investigate the chips they found on Carmela Bancroft. Oh, yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's protect these guys. I'm going to tie up Cox's leg. No, no, no. I'm yes. holding a gun to her. If she tries to touch my leg, the last two people were awful. Yeah, you just wait here. For you back the- off! We're here for the EMTs, Cox. Yeah, you'll be all right, buddy. Just leave him. He doesn't matter. Cox, do you want to be left alone? I don't think we should leave him alone. I'll just be leave. fine. Get a- You want to stay with him, so? I'll be fine. I, he hey, yeah, let's just leave 50% of the lead team here. We're not, I mean, we're just going in and using some computers. That's fine. I will stay because I'm still suspicious. All right. Yeah, I'll let's get, go in. Get a while, Sophie. Just send me an emergency line in case something. Something happens, you know, maybe a uh, uh, strong wind comes, more junkies come out, you know, maybe all your uh, clothes get blown off. <laughs> maybe. As the uh, officers are walking in, uh, you hear an ambulance rounding the corner. Yeah, there they are. Pulling up next to them, and uh, EMTs are, are running over to Officer Cox. All right. Psycho Squad, what's left of it? <laughs> Let's head in, and as we walk by, I'm going to accidentally scraped the side of my shoe against his leg where the wound is. Oh, ah! shit! I'm sorry, Cox. I'm Come sorry. Come on, man. Oh, shit, Cox, are you okay? Shit, man. I'm sorry, man. Hey, hey, look. You get better soon, all right? I'm really sorry this happened, man. Psycho squad. Hey, now, man, you take care. I'm going to pat him on the leg and then keep going. Ignoring his previous warnings, Sonny Burr walks over to Officer Cox and pats him on the leg. Staying true to his promise... Officer Cox fires at Sonny Burr. The bullet misses its mark, hitting a neon sign behind him and exploding the gas into the air. In a fit of rage, Sonny Burr begins punching Officer Cox's leg. He continues to punch the leg until the bone and sinew completely snap off from the rest of his body as a pool of thick red blood leaks out from the newly opened wound. Officer Cox passes out from the pain. Whoa, whoa, Jesus Christ, Burr! You saw him take that shot at what me. What are you doing? I thought you were a by-the-book guy. I was trying to clean up the mess you just made. What the? F- what the fuck? You know you're still when you just kicked him. When you just kicked him, I checked his stitches and he decided to shoot at me. It was a fucking fuck accident. That guy. It's an accident. It's always a fucking accident with this guy. What, do you, what are you doing? You can't pulverize motherfuckers' legs? What are you crazy? I can. Anyways, That's Jesus why I'm Christ, on psycho squad. Burr, you're starting to look more and more like an og to me, and you don't want to look like an og. To you me. kicked a man's head in. Yeah, it wasn't my partner. This guy wasn't my partner neither. Can we go it's, in the it's fucking neither. pagoda, people? It's neither. Who says neither? <laughs> Can we go in the fucking pagoda already? I was on my way. All right, kick drum, lead the way.
Until next time, plan your escape. Go to TalesFromTheLich.com to check out clues and character info from this cyberpunk campaign. Hey, I'm Caleb. And I'm Christian. And we're the hosts of Pathfinder Academy, your go-to podcast for everything and anything Pathfinder. We cover everything from basic mechanics, skill checks, combat with weapons, combat with magic, party roles, character creation, how to run a session, player types and conflict, character death, house rules, making good encounters, rewarding your players, romance, how to kick pigs, pre-made campaigns, homebrew campaigns, storytelling tips, class guides, race overviews, class reviews, book reviews, and much, much more. Every Thursday at the Trailblazer Network on iTunes or at our website, tblazer.net. See you in class.